Welcome to the new Sex and Happiness with Lori Handlers and her partner, Michael Gibson. You're about to dive into a world where amazing sex is just around the corner. And happiness is available to everyone at any age. It's time to learn a little, laugh a little, and explore sex and intimacy from every angle. Welcome to the Sex and Happiness podcast, a show about your sex and your happiness. I'm Lori Handlers. And I'm Michael Gibson. And today we are going to talk to you about three secrets to keeping your relationship sexually healthy. Mm. Is that the right way to say it? I think so. <laughs> or you want to just say juicy? I like juicy. What else? What else? How else can we describe it? We can describe it as um, ways that we found, well, the sexier, the juicier, and, and, and this is really, truly about sex and happiness. Right. Right. So we find in the couples that we coach, we find that they lose interest in each other. What else? We find that they argue all the time, and sometimes they have makeup sex, and sometimes they just don't get to it. We have coached couples who were just too busy. Mm. We have coached couples who, they like each other a lot, but it wasn't hot. And they, when we gave them assignments to do, they didn't even do them. Right. Haven't we had that? We have. We've had a number of couples that we felt like um, after a couple of sessions, Yeah. we were wondering why we were coaching these people. <laughs> yeah, like they just... They came to us. They wanted to know what to do. Right. We gave them a full palette of things to do, and they didn't do it. So our bad. Maybe we didn't get to the bottom of it. Maybe we didn't ask the right questions. Like, I don't know. Mm. I found it crazy. They paid for the whole thing, yep. and then they didn't even do the assignments. And the assignments, by the way, were very simple and um, and easy to accomplish. Yeah. And um, and the frustration sets in for me where I say, you know, here's your assignment. We're going to meet next week and we're going to go over. We're going to meet the next time and we're going to go over what it was that you were supposed to and do. And how did you do? How did you do on your, on, your, on your assignment? <laughs> and they come back and they go, oh, we really didn't do it. And we're like, well, what? what? <laughs> we can't move forward, you know. Oh, it's so frustrating. I know. It's very frustrating. So, so we're going to talk today like, look, first of all, if you find yourself in any of these situations, like what we're talking about, today is for you. It's the beginning. It's like the first assignment. Yeah? Yeah. So, so a few weeks ago, we showed you the bubble. That's right. In case you don't remember it, or maybe you're just tuning in for the first time, we're going to tell you about the bubble now because, right, today we're doing audio. Yeah, and we're we're going to have to sort of describe it, but within it, and, and you can always go back and watch the video, and we'll make sure that we put a link in the description below, but you're going to be able to see the bubble and how it's built and how it's made, but really beyond that, the three secrets that we're going to share with you, these all happen inside of this container we call the bubble. Right, and so if you don't do the bubble, or you don't know the bubble... We kind of want you to have it. We want you to go back a few weeks in our podcast and see us do it because the bubble is really important for keeping desire alive. Oh, yeah. Keeping things 
juicy. And the bubbles are also for confronting some things and and whatever. We just did a bubble with a whole group of people that we were with in New Orleans. That's we were right. at, we were at Mardi Gras and we decided that we'd make a bubble with the people we were with, we were sharing a house with, so that we could all get what we wanted out of being at the Mardi Gras experience in New Orleans. Yeah, and it was a wonderful way for us to connect um, as a kind of a, a cohort. <laughs> yeah, it was it was super. Yeah. So anyway, let's describe how we make the bubble, okay? Right. The first thing. And then we will tell you the three secrets to keeping things juicy. Okay. Right. So how you make the bubble is you've, you sit together and you face each other. You might sit knee to knee. You might sit chair to chair. I don't know. You might sit on the floor or on the bed, knee to knee. And then you make eye contact. And when I say make eye contact, you look, you look at the person's left eye. And they look at your left eye. That's the receptive side. So you look at the left eye and you make eye contact. You put your hands together in prayer pose, which is part of yoga. And then you bow to each other after making eye contact such that your foreheads touch. So your third eyes are touching. This is a ritual. When your third eyes are touching, you breathe up and you make an arch over your head and your left hand goes forward, your right back, and then your right hand goes forward and your left back. So you're making an arch over your head and your partner's doing the same thing. So it's mirroring you. And then you make a little bubble over your own head, over yourself, and your partner's doing the same thing. And then you make a big arching bubble around your partner while your partner's making a big arching bubble around you. And with your hands, you close it in the back. That's right. So you're wrapped in an imaginary bubble, or we, could, we call it an energetic bubble. And it's a ritual behavior. So what does it do to have the bubble? It actually, in my opinion, it takes what's outside of the bubble and it creates this defining um, space, this enclosure. And inside the bubble, it allows your energies to be very closely contained and even, um, I would say, magnified. So if there's love in the bubble... That, mag that love is magnified, right? Mm -hmm. If there's communication, that communication gets magnified. And anything else that's in the bubble can be magnified. And then you can also, inside of that bubble, you can take things out and you can bring things in. Right, so you could bring in, th well, first you could take things out, like you could take out your worries of the day. Right. You could take out an argument that you had five minutes before. <laughs> you can take out... Um, Concerns about another person or another loved one, whatever. You could just take things out. Right. And so you could take out that there's a war going on. You could take out anything that would distract you from being intimate with each other. And then you could bring things in. So what would you bring in, Michael? One thing I would bring in is love. Um, and um, I would also bring in presence. I would bring in um, a connection 
So I'd want there to be a connection so that space would be filled up with, with our love and our connection. Um, and a couple other things that I'd want to bring in, like curiosity. Um, coming from the first time, like this is the first time we're interacting. Um, like beginner's mind? Exactly. So that we're not relating to each other as though we already know each other so well, which we do. But we want to ensure that we're coming at it from a beginner's mind because I'm going to discover something new about you in this space, in this ritual space we call the bubble. So those are some of the things that I would bring in. Okay, that's great. That's yeah. really great. And so next, after you take things out and bring things in, you might also bring in spirit guides, like whatever, whatever you're into. If you're woo, go woo. Yeah, you can go very woo in the yeah. bubble. Okay, and then we have the three secrets, and sometimes we add four. So, but we have the three secrets, and then we'll give you a bonus secret that keep things juicy. Juicy. So the first one is desires. So one of the partners asked the other partner, desires. What are your desires? And so I might say, my desire is to be really super intimate with you. My desire is to surrender. My desire is to, let's say I felt kinky, so my desire is to be restrained. Mm. My desire is to, one of the things I say often is to open even more to you. Right. I say that a lot. You do. In the bubble. I must have said that to you a hundred times, but I say it because I really mean it. I'm, yeah. I want to open to something else, something new, something beyond anything I've ever experienced. Right. And so often that happens. Yeah. And then I might, then I might say back to you, okay, what are your desires? And then I would say what my desires are. And typically it's my desires are to fulfill on your desires um, and to see you. So as you're, you're saying to me, you know, you want to be surrendered and you want to feel safe and go and be open. And then my desire is to truly see you in that space. Um, so those are desires. These are and your examples. desires are often more graphic than mine. I'm Correct. just going to say, like, <laughs> you have very graphic desires about specific things. <laughs> That you want to do on my body or uh -huh. places you want to take me. And that's kind of cool. I, I, that's a turn on for me. So right there in the stating of desires, we, we are turning each other on before anyone touches anyone, before anything. And we might actually, we could, you know, this could take place earlier in the day. And then we could be in the bubble all day and get together in the evening. Or it could be early in the morning and we get together and we do a fast bubble, but we do desires, fears, and boundaries as well. Right. So the second thing I just revealed. Oops. oops <laughs> I revealed everything. The second, the second secret. The second secret is to say what your fears are. Yes. So you might say to me, what are my fears? And I say, I don't have any fear. Or I say, I'm afraid that we don't have enough privacy. I'm afraid that I'm going to think about work. I'm afraid that I don't know what else I'd the be afraid The kids are going to walk in on us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't have any kids, so I would never well, say that. But you could say that. I could say that, yeah. Yeah, so um, <laughs> the kids are going to walk in on us. Or 
the FBI is going to knock down our front door. No, you know? no, I don't care about <laughs> Something that. like that. Right. Whatever your fears might be, it, this is where you're going to state them. And it's really great because it might be something like, um, it, it may be any one of those things, but it also might be something where you just need to say it. And that takes the, the juice out of that or, or it deflates um, what that fear might be. Yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to be distracted because I was super busy this week and I might get distracted and that might take away from our intimacy. And that happens a lot for people. They're distracted by all kinds of things. Yeah. So if I put the fear out there, then the fear doesn't have me. Like like me trying to resist the fear is like pointless. Right. If we resist a fear, the fear has us. That's right. Then we then we can be nothing but the fear. Well, the, I love what you're saying because it, it follows this, and and that is that when you state the fear, you're stating that you have the fear, but the fear doesn't have you the moment you state it. So now I can be uh, your partner in this, and and helping and making sure that that fear doesn't come to pass, or at least that I'm there with you and you know that I've got your back around it. And I think one of the things, you know, fear can, can include, you know, I've got a little pain in my hip. I need to be careful. Uh, I've got a, you know, something could, could be. That happens to me a physically, lot. Yeah, physically um, warning. You know, hey, I've got a little bit of this. I need to take my. Pass. I have indigestion. Oh, yeah. I might pass gas. <laughs> right. So I, ha you know, those, that could be my fears. And they're legitimate and they're real. So. It's important to state what those fears are. Um, yeah, it could be I don't feel groomed enough. Yeah. I feel like one of the things I, I, I mean, let's be real here. When I come back from a trip uh -huh. and I've been flying for hours and you have desire for me when I walk <laughs> in the door, I'm like, wait a minute. We could do a bubble, but my fear is going to be I am not groomed. I, do, I stink. I don't want to, and you, you, we joke about Napoleon. We do. <laughs> and Josephine. I've made requests around Napoleon. Yeah, so I don't know if you all know what we're talking about here, but Napoleon used to tell his wife, Josephine, not to shower. Not, well, I don't know if they had showers back whatever. then, but whatever. He told her not to bathe. And like, so Michael might feel like Napoleon, but I sure as hell do not feel like Josephine. <laughs> I'm like a modern day girl, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you might need a bath, or you I might, might need, need a bath. To do something, and you know, the the fear is is that you you may not feel so fresh, and so the solution for that is, and you might ask, would you do you feel like you need a bath or a shower or something? Yeah. Okay, great. We'll make time for that. So that's where your fears actually get to get to be um, acted on and also communicated. So. Yeah, fears is a super good secret inside of the bubble so that you can mitigate, declare them, that you have them so that they don't have you. Right. And um, and you can solve it if, yeah. if it is an issue, yeah. Yeah. And finally, but it isn't final because we're going to add a bonus, mm -hmm. but the third one is boundaries. Ooh, my favorite. Yeah, so talk. you talk about it since it's your favorite. Well, boundaries are the thing, and we have we had a... Uh, I think it was a podcast not long ago where we did three reasons boundaries create intimacy. I think was the name of it. Yeah, we did a podcast. We also did a Facebook Live a long time ago. Now, I'm not going to go over all three. Like, I'm not going to talk about it. But in light of that, 
boundaries are the way that you can state what you're you're wanting to do. So you can say, here's what I want to do, here's what I don't want to do, right? And so inside of a boundary... Or here's what I'll let you do. Uh-huh. So go ahead, yeah. Yeah, and so one of the boundaries might be, um, I'm not up for this kind of sex. Um, we all know that there's a certain kind of sex that some people aren't up to. And there, and, and I have, or I have a boundary over here, um, because I don't want to, I don't want to experience pain or something like that. And so, um, if you were to say I have a fear, uh, you know, I broke my leg last week. And so my boundary is please don't hop on my leg, right? That's an example of what that might look like. Um, but boundaries are wonderful. And one of the best things about boundaries is it gives your partner the opportunity honor your boundaries. Right. And you have the opportunity to honor theirs. And that is very powerful. Right. So we'll give some real life examples of them. Mm-hmm. A real life example was in when we first met, your boundary was no sleepovers. Right. You did not want to sleep over and you didn't want me to sleep over. And I said, okay, I respected that boundary. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was weird. <laughs> I'm sure. But I respected it. Yeah. I just went, you know what? I really like you. I really like our sex, and so I'm going to keep seeing what happens with us. Mm. And so it's no big deal. I can go home and sleep in my own bed. Right. And so I did. Right. And after a while, we had that boundary in the bubble. Uh, and even when we did the bubble, you thought it was a riot at first. You, you were like, what? I wasn't sure what this bubble thing was all about. I know. But I, but I quickly became uh, um, a fan of a the bubble. big fan. Yeah. And so and so I said, Okay, I respect your boundary and I went home and then pretty soon you said, Hey, you know what? I wanna stay over and I was like, What? <laughs> what do you mean you wanna stay over? And you said, Well, you respected my boundary and so now I don't need it. Yeah. Boundaries are needed until you don't need them anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Boundaries are so good. They are one cellular membrane that keeps you the way you need to be kept until you trust. Mm-hmm. Right. And so and you build trust because you have boundaries rather than building trust, saying yes to everything. Because we, you and I and everybody else knows, I hope they know, that saying yes to everything is just a people pleaser, which isn't authentic. It's a strategy and it's weird. Yeah. People pleasers are weird. Well, it, so I want to elaborate just very, 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 very little. But I want to say this, that as you honor a person's boundaries, right? This is where the trust gets built. And at some point, like Lori says, you simply may not need those boundaries anymore. And and I didn't. And that time when I asked you, you were surprised. I said, you know, hey, is it okay if I stay the night? And you looked at me with a big grin on your face and you went, yeah, of course. And, um, and I was a little drunk. I didn't really want to lift home. And I felt comfortable enough because you did honor my boundary. And, um, and I didn't have to fight you over it. And so you know what it's like if you have a boundary and you tell somebody what a bound what what the boundary is, and then they can continually test the boundary, no, oh. constantly like pushing up against it um, or violating it altogether. Those people are untrustworthy. At that point, you're just like, look, I my boundary is now you know a barrier, so stop trying. But um, with you, it wasn't I'm sure that I way. used to be like that. I'm yeah. sure that I used to be like that. Well, me but, too. Yeah. But I learned. About boundaries, and now I respect boundaries. I, I just think they're necessary. Right. So, in a 
in a context, right? So we're giving you a context. We're lovers. We've been together for six years. Um, we have uh, we have clear agreements, clear boundaries. We know each other pretty well. And let's just say that um, you, our listeners, our loving listeners, let's say that you're actually um, being becoming intimate with somebody new. Right. Um, and your boundary is, um, oh, I, I like kissing and I like touching, but um, my boundary is going to be no intercourse. and No that, penetration. No penetration for now. And, um, and then, you know, I might come back. If you were to say that to me, I would come back and say, are you open to perhaps um, some, you know, oral stimulation? And it, might that include um, hand or finger touch and something like that? And you, you can then actually give your okay to those things. What I'm saying is it can become um, granular. You can actually, you know, drill down to what it is that you're willing to allow and what you're not willing to allow in this time together. Right? And you can do that with a new partner or a seasoned partner. That's correct. Because we're talking about how to keep things juicy, not how to own, not how to generally make them juicy in the beginning. Right. People tend to be very juicy in the beginning. That's true. That's true. It's 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 after years mm-hmm. that they they lose interest in each other um and they I don't know like someone recently said, oh, we're best friends, but we don't have sex. You know, it's like, well, yeah. I got a lot of best friends. I don't, that's not who I want to be romantically involved with. Right. So this is how to keep things juicy. Now, I said there was a fourth possible secret. bonus. Yeah, there's a bonus secret. secret. I'm and, ready for this. Yeah, and that is intentions. Ah. Now, we don't always do it, you and me. No. We do it on special occasions, but this is a different subject that we are we could talk about maybe in our next episode, mm-hmm. sex magic. And um, when we create with our sexual energy, because it's the energies of creation, mm-hmm. we also set an intention like, what do we intend to create by our union? Because human beings can make much more than babies. That's right. So, so we might state our intentions also. And our intentions might be to start a podcast, but we already did that. Write a book. So, write a book. Um, work with couples, which we do now. We set an intention That's right. to work with couples in exotic places around the world. And we're doing that. We are invited this year to quite a few exotic places, Honduras being one of them. Um, Tour in Italy. Tuscany, Tuscany yeah. in Italy. Uh, Istanbul, Turkey. That's right. And right now I'm working on Tel Aviv. So those are that's an assortment of <laughs> exotic places. Right. And um, we set that intention just about three three years ago. That's right. And that's and that has come true. So so we're saying that you can also set an intention that you could set separate intentions or you could set a together intention, like an intention of the two of you. As a couple. As a couple. And those that also will keep you juicy because one of the laws in my in my new book 
sex and happiness over 60, it only gets better, is um, to set a higher purpose for your relating than just the two of you being together and being like a couple that digs a moat around yourselves. I'm not going to go into any more detail about the chapter, but I'm going to another podcast. That's another podcast. (laughs) But I'm going to say that uh, setting a higher purpose has to do with your intentions. And you could set an intention to make more money. You could set an intention for a certain amount of money. But actually, the intention is far more powerful when you set an intention that's for service or the greater good of people. And then money follows. Yeah. So it's I'm giving you a couple of secrets. Now, we will do a podcast about sex magic on maybe our next podcast. And I'm going to give you a little sound bite about that right now, which is to say, if you read the book The Secret, or if you saw the movie The Secret, they left the secret out of the secret. <laughs> and it makes me mad. <laughs> but we give the secret. Right. So if you listen to our next podcast, which has to do with sex magic, we will give you the secret. That's right. Okay. All right. So anything else about... Oh, oh, wait. Almost forgot. Yeah. So at the end of your session, after you've done desires, fears, and boundaries, possibly set intentions, and then you set about to fulfill on the desires. Mm -hmm. At the end, you want to pop pop the the bubble. Right. The reason we pop the bubble is very simply this. You want to set, um, you want to set a beginning and a completion, and so this session of time then becomes a moment in time that's um, it's outlined by this ritual, uh, and then when you move into the rest of your life, it's not like you're you're leaving this behind, but it's it's in this space where you've created a very powerful, very meaningful vortex memory. Yeah. You created a vortex inside of a ritualistic, energetic space. And then you pop it so that you can go back into, like, normal reality. Right. You know, we call shamanic things (laughs) non-ordinary reality. And when you create the bubble, you're creating, energetically, non-ordinary reality. That's right. It separates normal life from the non-ordinary reality. Yeah. Yeah. It does really powerful so we encourage you to ask us questions we encourage you to write to us uh and to and to get in touch with us on facebook or instagram or even you can write to us at lauriehandlers.com we encourage you to to come to lauriehandlers.com we just did a whole new website and we'd love for you to see it we'd love for you to join our mailing list and we also are open to you taking questions, I mean, to us taking questions from you about any of it that we have discussed so far in the show. Um, we encourage that. We encourage that from you. We love your feedback. The other thing we want to mention here is that we are, are affiliates for that fabulous lube. 
called Serum Lube. <laughs> lube Serum called Go Love. Oh, it's amazing. And you can find that at golovecbd.com. And when you go there, if you will use the keyword sex and happiness, that is our code for you to save 10% off your orders. And simply, like I said, go to golovecbd.com, put in sex and happiness when you make your order. Right. It supports the podcast and it supports the work we do and it keeps us on the air with you. So we really appreciate your support in that way. And we would love any inquiries about if you're in a couple or even if you're in a throuple. We don't care what your configuration is. If you'd like to send us any inquiries about the work we're doing around the world, we are open to that. We love to help couples because we think couples are an endangered species. They so are. So we should talk about that in a podcast. Absolutely. All right. Tune in next time when we'll be talking about sex magic. Au revoir from Sex and Happiness. Oh, 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 o